On today's episode of Soul Zero Two, we're going to be talking about the Haman spirit. Today on Soul Zero Two. And welcome to Soul Zero Two. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one soul at a time. And we're glad to be with you. And this is a season of heaviness because of what has been happening in the Middle East. And you have all the crazy headlines happening. Uh, this this was on uh, October 10th on some, some news article that said babies beheaded, 40, 40 children shot single, in, 40 children shot in one single village. I mean, imagine this. Families burnt alive by Hamas and Iran's supreme leader uh, saying, uh, you know, we kiss the hands of those who planned the attack on the Zionist regime. And this is a world that has gone insane. And uh, for those of you who listen to this podcast, you know that this is a Christian podcast. We believe in Jesus. We we believe in, you know, that God has chosen Israel for a specific reason. And and we believe that what is happening is, is uh, orchestrated by God in a sense of, of, world affairs he he's he's he sets up kings and puts down kings and he shakes nations this is what god does and on top of that you have so many left-wing liberal su- supporters of of murderers basically and a group of uh 31 harvard organizations include included the uh you know uh, fr- from this I- ivy league school harvard right they basically put the blame on israel for hamas's brutal surprise attack in other words uh, babies were beheaded, people were murdered, that's your fault, right? And that's the equivalent of a rapist saying, uh, it was her fault I raped her because she dressed provocatively. So this is how weird it is, right? So today I want to talk to talk to you about the, the Haman spirit, otherwise known as anti-Semitism, and why Israel is so pivotal to what God is doing in the world. But why do so many people on the other side of this uh, protests and just really hate Jews. They they hate. There have been terrible signs put up, uh, reminiscent of of World War Two, just against the Jews. Just awful, evil. And uh, I like something Dr. Michael Brown said recently. He said, "Darkness is drawn to darkness." This is what unites left wing supporters of Hamas on college campuses. Darkness is drawn to darkness when you don't know God. You're going to be drawn to the darkness, and and uh, that that's a fact. But another question we, we might want to ask today is is why is Israel uh, so pivotal? And and uh, and it's a fair question because you wonder why Israel is always at the center of either someone's love or someone's hate in the world. And I just want to put this up and show you real quick, but. Uh, just a couple things about Israel that uh, from the scriptures, Genesis 12, 2, God will bless those who who bless Abraham's descendants and curse those who curse them. And God instructs us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Psalm 122, 6. God's covenant with Israel is everlasting, Genesis 17, 17 and 19. The land of Israel belongs to God. And then you have scriptures for that. Then God gave his people the land of Israel as an eternal, eternal possession. Also, God's judgments on Israel at various times of her history do not void his covenant. Sometimes God shakes Israel. He gets their attention. 
God has not rejected the Jews, Romans 9-11, and there is only one way for anyone, including Jewish people, to be reconciled to God, John 14.6. The gospel is for Jewish people first, Romans 1.16. And I read those just to show you how, how connected the Jewish story is to the gospel and to Christianity in general and to the world. And why the Jews tend to be a flashpoint for good and evil. And, and that's why you have these conflicts, I believe. And um, in 1948, the United Nations may, may have granted Israel the right to be to be to exist but only god can really validate our existence he chose the jewish people for his own for his own purposes and we have nothing to say about it but another thing that i want to share today is why why is this what we call haman spirit why the haman spirit always opposes israel but first i want to give you the definition of what a haman spirit is a Haman spirit is basically, uh, and this is my definition, and it's taken from from the book of Esther, from the story of Haman versus Mordecai and Esther, and that whole story, how it's it's generations old this feud between them, between good and evil. So the Haman spirit is is an ancient, spiteful, and hopeless attitude that opposes all that is good. It is the exact opposite of prosperity and shalom. It works in people who are naturally drawn to darkness. And in its contempt for human life, it is brutal and vicious, but also it has a modern name, anti-Semitism. And so we're not shocked when we hear all of these evil things. This is a spirit. This is, this is based on a demonic influence on people's lives. People become demonized over this stuff. And, and so, so this Haman spirit is an ancient evil going back to Israel and their mortal enemy, Amalek. And it continues in the hostility between Mordecai and Haman in the book of Esther. So Israel's mortal en enemy was Amalek. And, and this feud continues. And in the world, you have darkness and you have light. And we find that the Haman spirit was the same spirit that drove Hitler's hatred towards the Jews in Nazi Germany. It drove Mussolini. It, it, it drove Herod in the New Testament. It drove Haman. And, and so this is an evil, evil thing. And I just want to quickly give you four marks, four marks of, of the Haman spirit. And, and there's a little typo there, but uh, four marks of the Haman spirit. I'm sorry, the typo is on my notes, not on, not on the slide. But, but uh, the, the first one is this. The Haman spirit seeks to confiscate the Lord's inheritance. If you follow the story of Haman versus Esther and Mordecai, right? Esther and Mordecai were the good guys in the story, and they were innocent Jews, and Haman, because he was full of pride, he wanted Mordecai to bow before him, and Mordecai wouldn't do it, because Mordecai knew he was evil. So Haman said, I'm going to kill him. But this kind of spirit is so evil that it says, I don't want to just kill him, I want to kill his whole race. So, so, and I'm going to take their stuff. Haman sought to confiscate all, confiscate all Jewish property property in, in the book of Esther, in the story. And we find, it's interesting, in Nazi Germany, they stole a lot of Jewish riches and paintings and wealth, but most of all, they, they sought to steal the destiny of the Jewish people and to annihilate them as a race. And it's no surprise that John 10.10 10 says that the 
the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's what Satan comes to do. So, so this is no surprise what the Haman spirit seeks to do. But also there is this. The Haman spirit seeks to annihilate. It seeks to annihilate. In other words, it is spiteful in nature. It doesn't just want to kill one person. It wants to kill the whole race, right? And Haman decided not only to eradicate Mordecai, but to systematically kill every Jew in the realm. Does that sound familiar to you? And this is the same spirit that rises up in every generation more than once. And Haman convinced the king that the Jews were disobedient to, the, to his rule and deserved to be eliminated. And the king believed him and accepted the story. But also the Haman spirit does this. It seeks to destroy by decree. Haman tried to turn his crime into legislation. And terrorist groups like Hamas seek to be legitimate in the eyes of the world, regardless of how malicious they are. First, they act like the, the aggressor, but then they want to be the victim and saying, we're the victim now. And, and this is notwithstanding the innocent Palestinians that are there. there. There are Palestinians who are Christians there, who love God, you know, and, and, and there are good people there, you know, good people who are nonviolent. And, but there's, there's this root of evil that is, that is from the Haman spirit, you know, that kind of mindset. And, 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 they, and, and so Haman tried to make, make it legal, his crime legal, basically, to kill all the Jews. But also there is this, one last thing about the Haman spirit, that it is destined for destruction by the same weapons it creates. There's a saying that whom the gods would destroy, they first make mad with power. And we find in the story that in the, mean, in the meantime, uh, Haman had built these gallows while he was trying to get rid of Mordecai. And he built the gallows so that Mordecai could be hung on them. And, and he, he asked the king's permission to hang him on it and says, sure, that's fine, you know, whatever guy offends you, you know. But when you read the whole story, this thing backfired on him. And once the king discovered what he was trying to do and that the king's woman, his, the queen that he loved, was Jewish, what, what a reversal happened here. And the very weapons that Haman created killed him. He was hung on his own gallows. And not only that, but, but there was a day where, where the Israelites were allowed, basically a day of rage, so to speak, to, to, to attack their enemies who were trying to kill them. And this all sounds familiar, doesn't it, in a way? Um, but I say that to say that, that we need to pray that the enemy's plans are backfired, that what they tried to do, this whole this whole evil thing that's happening be, becomes backfired, and you know uh, the Jewish people are not perfect; they're not innocent like anybody else. They they they've made their mistakes as well, but the fact is, according to the scriptures, they're still God's people, and God will protect what belongs to Him. So I say that because it's so important that we pray for a reversal, and that the evil will will turn back on those who perpetuated it. And we find that that uh, just like Esther, uh, maybe they planned this Holocaust, right? But we pray that the Holocaust that they had planned will, will turn into a holiday for for the Jews and for all those who love the right. You know, righteousness, not not right wing. I mean, righteousness, who love God. And 
So how should we pray in this season? And, and I'm keeping this brief today because I, I want to just pray into this and, and, and see. I think I think we need to we need to um, pray that for all involved, our hearts need to break not only for the Jews but for the Palestinians that are innocent. That many just want to live their lives and they have a right to to they have a right to live their life and be happy like anybody else. And we need to pray that that. They get the help they need, medical and physical and water and all these things, that, that these things will be sorted out. Many innocent Palestinians, the, the days ahead, will suffer because of this, because of the choices of, of Hamas. And we need to pray for them as, as they've been displaced. It's, it's an awful thing. And we find, uh, I, I heard a, a, a leader from, from Lebanon who's a, a Christian who has started many churches in Lebanon, and he said that the majority of people in Gaza are not with Hamas. So thank God for that. On the other hand, many Israeli citizens are already suffering the pain of tragic loss. And many, many tables, dinner tables are half the size or empty now because whole families have been killed or stolen. I mean, this is an awful thing, awful thing. So we need to pray for, the, for those families that, that God will be with them and that through this whole thing, the gospel will come in on both sides in a mighty way. But also we need to prepare our hearts for what is coming. I believe that this is the beginning of something and of, of what God is doing in the world. He's shaking the world and we need to be ready for this. If we're, if we're living in sin, we need to get rid of the sin and, and, and get right with God. If we're taking our relationship with Jesus lightly, we need to stop that and begin begin living in the fear of the Lord in a good way. But one more thing we can do is make, make sure that our lives are in alignment with God. Make sure that we are on His side, that we're living uh, in His purposes and according to His ways so that we can so that whatever happens, we, we will fall on the right end of this thing. So whatever your views are, um, I would challenge anyone watching or listening that whatever your views are, keep this a conversation. Don't, don't rant at people. There are people attacking each other. I mean, it's terrible. This is, this is inhuman, this whole thing. And so we pray that God's purposes will be fulfilled here and that the gospel will come to bear on all things. So if you like this podcast, leave a like and check us out and connect with us on YouTube, Buzzsprout, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast and Facebook. So until next time, uh, God be with you and, and be blessed today in Jesus' name.